where the Holy Spirit moved for the first time 2,000 years ago, if not longer. And I just want to share briefly, just very briefly, in Acts 2, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Go to verse 17. And I believe we are in the last days. I want to scare anybody this morning, but God is playing out the stuff that we've seen in the end of the book. And it says this, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Say all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heaven above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke, the sun will be turned into darkness and the moon to blood. Before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I want to ask you this morning, have you called on the name of the Lord? Have you called on the name of the Lord? I know some of you are going to say, yes, Pastor, I am in. I've called on the name of the Lord. Maybe some of you haven't. Well, I don't want to scare you, but what stops you walking out of there and getting hit by a bus? Where are you going to end up tonight if you die? Well, I'll be all right, Pastor. I'll get through because I've done some good stuff. You won't get through. The only way that you get to heaven is by having Jesus and accepting Jesus in your life. And that prayer, I love that prayer, Dr. Lockridge kept saying, do you know him? Do you know him? And the devil, let me give you a lesson on the devil this morning. The devil knows that you need to know Jesus. The devil knows that you need to have a relationship with him. Christians and non-Christians in the room, just hear me. But he'll tell you that actually you don't need Jesus until tomorrow. You don't need him till later. You don't need him till, and you know what? I don't know if you're like me, tomorrow never comes. Who's good at procrastinating in this room? We'll get to that in a minute. But sometimes we can procrastinate. And maybe today is the day, on Jubilee Day, that you give your life to Jesus, to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And let me talk to you Christians. Do you know him? Don't just tell me, yes, do you know him? Not just head knowledge. Do you know him? Do you, Gordon spoke about this the other week, right from your gut, in your knower, do you know him? Not just up here. Because I want to challenge you Christians as well, if you don't know him right from the gut, you need to know him right from the gut. Because he changes everything. And I believe this. Pentecost, how many years ago? 2,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, whatever it was. And, it, and the move of God and the fire was pouring out. We need that in 2022. And this is what I'm confessing over our church. And we're moving into this and over our city that the new day of Pentecost is here. We don't have to. Yes, we do have to remember years gone by. That's important. But we need to start living it daily. 
Every day needs to be a Pentecost day for us. A day of being filled. A day of being inspired by the Holy Spirit right down in your gut. Maybe the challenge today is you've got to know Him and you've got to know Him in your gut and you've got to get hold of the Holy Spirit that every day is a Pentecost day. Why do we need every day is a Pentecost day? Why do we every day do we need Pentecost? Because the Holy Spirit is the one that empowers us. Empowers us to do what God has called us to do. Life's hard, isn't it? Well, I tell you what, with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus center of your life, right in your Noah, it's easier. Christian or non-Christian, it's easier with Christ at the center. And that verse I read, that he'll pour out prophecies, that dreams will be dreamed. I'm confessing, today is the day, Lord. Over our city, dreams will be dreamed. Prophecies would be said. People will be set free. Amen? Every day we need to live our Pentecost day. Not just remember it on a special Sunday. Every Sunday. Every day. I'm praying. It says there in the scriptures that they came together. One accord. The Holy Spirit touched them with flames of fire. Baptized them in fire. And it goes on to say that they were in continual worship. And that on that particular day, as, 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 as things were moving with the Holy Spirit, 3,000 were added to their number. Lord, I'm praying, I'm confessing that daily, weekly, this is what I pray over this church, over you, that people are added to our number daily and weekly. Because if he can do it back then, he certainly can do it now. Is anybody with me this morning? That many would be added daily to who we are and what we believe. You might be thinking this morning, this pastor's absolutely nuts. I'm nuts on Jesus. I am nuts on Jesus. And if you don't know him, he can change your life. But I come back and ask you, all of you, the same question. Do you know him this morning? Do you know him? And what are you doing with him? I know Jesus and we'll just shove him in that cupboard and he'll bring him out on Sundays. We can't shove Jesus in a cupboard. Have you seen that film? Dirty dancing, nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody puts Jesus in a cupboard. We can't put Jesus in a cupboard. Do you know what? Where's that Jesus gone? And some of you live like this. Where's Jesus gone? Where's that Bible gone? It's Sunday. Where's it gone? We can't afford to live in not knowing where Jesus is. We can't afford to live in not knowing where the Bible is. The Bible's going to change your life. Jesus is going to change your life. Every day needs to be a day of Pentecost. I'm excited this morning. Jason, Nathan, thank you. Thank you. Glad you came. But every day is a Pentecost day. Where is your Bible? Where is your Jesus? Is he locked in the closet? If Jesus is locked in the closet, repent. And I don't know where to, I'm going to look at Jen. If anybody needs to repent. You can't lock him in a cupboard. Nobody puts Jesus in the corner. And you might be thinking, Jesus, really? Is he that important? 
Trust me, he's that important. I can go around this room and share testimonies of people, of lives that were a mess, and Jesus has stepped in and changed those lives. A number of us have those testimonies. And he's still in the business of doing that in 2022, amen? Showing up, not wrecking lives, changing lives for his glory. Maybe this morning you have tried things your own way and it's not going to plan. Do you know what? Get Jesus out the corner. Get Jesus out the corner. Get him right in your Noah. And I'm going to ask you this morning, do you know him this morning? Don't keep giving me the yes unless you know him this morning. I'm excited. Because Jesus can change your life and he's changed my life. Why am I so passionate? Because I know what a dirty sinner I am. Oh, we don't like that word, pastor, sin. I am one of the worst sinners you're going to know in your life. And here I am, by the grace of God, leading a church and leading people, because that's what Jesus does. When we mess up, he gets in the gap. He stands in the gap. He brings forgiveness. He releases of all our shame, our guilt, our sin. Sin just loves to cling to us, doesn't it? But if you want to get your sin erased, get Jesus in out, out the corner and in your life. Where's my Bible gone? Where's Jesus? Are we supposed to be somewhere this morning, love? It's half past ten. Do you know what? It was weird last Sunday when we were on holiday. Ed and Marisa, thank you for what you did, looking after the church and others. But we were going to go to church. Normally on holiday we go to church. We didn't go to church. And at half past ten, we were just like... What do we do? Well, we rested. We had fun. The boys dive-bombed the pool. But my point is this morning is that if you want your life to flourish, you've got to get Jesus out the corner. You've got to get him in your nose. So I'm going to ask you again, because you're going to, at tea time, at dinner time, you're going to, that pastor's nuts. He kept asking us, do you know him? Yes, I'm going to ask you again, do you know him? But then I want you to answer the question, do you know him? Right in your gut, are you living for him? Every day is a Pentecost day, amen? I want us to go to 1 Peter 2, and I'm going to finish here. Shortest time I've preached probably in my life. More amens there. Rob. By the way, it's Rob's birthday tomorrow. We'll sing to you very shortly, Robert. And put this party on for you, Rob. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> 40 with 13 years experience. So that means for lying, I think you need... I think we'll just give him 60 bumps. So Dave, get hold of him later. Drop him on the last one. Oh, happy birthday, we're going to sing to you very shortly. Go to 1 Peter for me. 1 Peter 2. Verse 9. Actually, let's go back to verse 4. 
This is the Holy Spirit working. This is the Holy Spirit pouring out in, in the now times. This is who we are. If we know Christ this morning, this is who we are. I'm going to tell you now exactly who we are. As you come to him, the living stone, so you're a living stone, rejected by man, but chosen by God. Did you hear that this morning? You are chosen by God. And it goes on to say, you are precious to him. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in the scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. And a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. Verse 9, this is where I'm getting to. Listen to this. But you, say you. Say to the person next to you, you. Say to the other person behind you, say you. Say to the person in front of you, you. Point them out. Across the room, say you. But you are a chosen people. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Amen? Amen. Give God a round of applause. Give Jesus a round of applause. I'm going to tell you that again. This is who you are if you know Jesus. Are you listening? But you, say you again. Tell the person next to you, say you. Tell the person across the room, say you. But you, 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 you are a chosen people. You are chosen by God. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A people belonging to God. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Amen. He's called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. And if you don't know him this morning, he's calling you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Woo! I need to stay off my notes more often. It's always better to go with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit trumps everything. I have got some notes and this is where I was going. But thank you, Lord. Amen. Every day is a Pentecost day. I want to ask you, do you know him? Do you know him? Do you know him? Don't put him in the corner. Do you know him? And you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. Who chose you? Who chose you? Tell me, who chose you? Who chose you? Come on. I, uh, the more you shout, the quicker I finish. Who chose you? Remember that today. This next week, Jesus chose you. Warts and all. Sin and all. Jesus chose you. Jesus chose you. You. 
You, 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 you. We're a royal priesthood. A chosen generation. We're blessed. People say to me, are you very lucky to have that nice wife and you're very lucky to have that nice house and those three kids? I always say to them, I am not lucky, I am blessed. I am blessed by the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. As much as we celebrate our Queen who's been a great Queen, we're here to celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. And we're going to sing our final song. Get those flags, those flags in the aisles. I'll put this one on just for Gordon. He loves this one. When you get your flags, you can understand. We're going to sing every praise. I want to remind you, thank you for your giving. Keep giving. It's really helping move God's kingdom forward. You can blow your hooters as much as you want, kids. There's some flags in the aisles. Grab your flags. Amen.